Welcome to the Find Your Awesome Podcast. My name is Kelsey Abbott and I'm your host. I'm an intuitive human design and money coach who helps people welcome more ease, abundance, and joy into their lives. And you're here. You're here listening to the Find Your Awesome Podcast and I'm so excited. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Okay, so I have an observation to share with you. It's an epiphany I had. Our seven-month-old puppy, Zumi, he's he's got a lot of energy. He's got a lot of passion. He's got a lot of power. And he was waiting for his best friend the other day. Her name is Kaya. And he's just like, he was able to get in his sit and then go in and down, but he's shaking because he's got so much energy and he's learning how to control it. And you know what I realized? We were the same. We were the same. We have so much energy as well. We have so much power and we were taught to control it. And then somewhere along the line, we learned to squash it, to hold it down, maybe even to hide it. We were doing our best to teach Zumi just to control it, to be able to manage it, to know when to put all that energy into a sit and when to put it into frolicking. So what about us? We were taught to squish that power, to hide that energy, to hide our sparkle. Well, that that's over. That time is over. It's time for us to remember who we are, to find our awesome. In other words, to rediscover our awesome, to find that energy that makes us shake because, oh my God, I want to play so badly. I'm so excited for this thing, for this life. I'm so excited to be alive. All of us have that within us. And we get to peel back the layers and expose it. We get to show it because it is so beautiful. It is so wonderful. It is so unique for every single one of us. Okay, now let's talk about this episode with Danielle. You guys have met Danielle before, right? She is you know, officially she's my VA, my virtual assistant. I call her my director of awesomeness, AKA a goddess. This woman, I, I just adore her so much. And I guess that comes across in this episode as Pete edited, he said, we're really cute together. We just have so much fun together. We click, we support each other. We get to do life and business together. And it is amazing. I love it so much. And I love her so much. And I love this conversation so much. And I hope you love it so much. All right. Time to listen to Danielle Hendrickson and me. I love you. Hi, Danielle. Hi. I talk, apparently I talk about you even more than I realize because I talk about you like every time I open my mouth and <laughs> there are people who listen to the podcast who don't know you yet. Mm. How's that possible? That I know is- they must, they must at least have like seen your name in an email or something. Yeah. Cause yeah. I can't remember when was the last time we did this. It was before I'd repainted my office, I think. I think it was fall of 2020, which feels like a really, really long time ago. Yes. 
like worlds away. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, all right. How has your life changed since then? Well, I, uh, oh, well, okay. First of all, it's 2020. I was in Germany and I was homeschool, like virtual homeschooling my three children. And I was literally trapped in, in Germany because you couldn't travel. Like you couldn't even leave your house. Um, oh yeah. Like, ugh, yeah, that's where I was. That's, that's what was up at that point. And where are you now? So now I am in North Carolina living in my dream home and just free. I'm free. I'm happy. I'm like, uh, I can't believe what I went through in Germany, actually. Like all of that, um, that time was really hard being so isolated. Like I was away from family as it was. And then, then we were really isolated. I mean, everybody was, but like, couldn't leave the country. If you wanted to see anybody, couldn't anyway. And even if you left the house, you didn't speak the language, right? Right. So that was just a lot of, hello. (laughs) That's what I had. Um, But yeah, like if you left Germany, like left your house, the Polizei, you could get fined. I don't know if it was like that here. No. No. (laughs) Like you had to have like a slip that said like why you were leaving the house. Um, such a different time. Yeah. 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 Okay. So let's get into this time. Like, tell me more about your dream house. Are you living your dream life right now? I am. I didn't know this is where we were going with this conversation, but this is what needs to happen. Yeah. I tell us about it. When I was in Germany, um, we were like, we knew we were coming home and I sat down and in my human design, I'm specific manifester. And I wrote out everything that I wanted our new house to have. How did you know what you wanted? It's something I've always wanted my whole life. Like this house? Yes. Yeah. Everything about this house was exactly what I wanted. Do um, you, I'm, I'm really curious about this. Was it in response to living other places that didn't have what you want? Were you like, oh, okay. I don't like not having a pool. So I'm going to have a pool. I don't like this small backyard. So I'm going to have a huge backyard. I don't like the way these kitchen counters are. So I'm going to have counters like this. No. So I knew because for your listeners, I am an army wife. So we've moved Kentucky, Hawaii, Oklahoma, Germany. And I knew all of those are temporary homes. And like, you know, if we lived on base, it was very basic home, like, which was great, but I knew there was more that we were going to settle in someday. But honestly, this goes back. Like when I was a little girl, I was, a, I loved Barbies and I loved the Barbie dream house. And I loved like everything about it. So it really like this, this child, this, this home is just a piece of what I always wanted when I was little, a beautiful home, an amazing husband and awesome kids. And you are currently Mm -hmm. in a bedroom straight out of 
the Barbie dream house with like the pink lighting. Uh, it, yeah, we have the pink LED lights. I'm in my daughter Adeline's room right now. So she's nine. She's got the pink curtains, the pink bedspread. Like it is so dreamy in here. It's perfect. So for a whole bunch of years, you're, could you picture the house? No, I didn't have, I didn't have that. That wasn't that specific. I just knew like I wanted a pool. I wanted French doors throughout lots of like natural light, wood floors, a beautiful bathtub, like those kind of those things. Um, And it, it was just really when we saw, okay, so let me think back in like January of 2021 I had a reading with a medium and she said in that reading that our home was going to be white with a yellow door and I just didn't think anything of it like she's like I see a big tree like you know so then when we were in Germany and we had, we were looking for a place like, cause when, when we left Germany, we needed to have a home to go to. That's kind of how that went. So, and for us buying a home unseen is like, we've done this before. It's not like that, that big or scary for us. So when I saw this house and I fell in love with it and I'm like telling my husband, Derek, like, this is it. Like this, this is, we found it's got like, it checks off all of the things that I wrote out. It's all of this. And then it wasn't immediate that I realized like, holy shit, it has a yellow door. (laughs) And it's white. And it's white. How, what? Like, that is so, so, like, of course it has a yellow door. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. The whole process. It's funny. I hadn't thought about this for a while. Cause that's interesting that you've only been there. You've only been there for like a year. Yeah. Only a year. That's no, (laughs) that doesn't jive with the way I, I feel like you've been there for so much longer. Mm Um, but like being witnessing the process for you looking back at it. So what I'm feeling right now is like even more of the magic and I'm realizing I'm non-specific and I've been playing lately. Like I'd say mostly like the last six months with this concept of specific versus non-specific. How does this really look for us? And when, because we want to move, everyone on the podcast knows that. And I'm surprised people aren't constantly being like, how's like, when are you moving? Where are you going? Cause I don't know. Um, but I'm getting clearer and clearer on this stuff I want. So be, to be able to say, I want a huge backyard, like ginormous backyard. I want a pool. That's stuff I got. I, I want natural light throughout. I want spaciousness. It, it's like, oh, wait, I actually can do that too. I I am also clear, but I don't know. I don't know where it is. I don't know um, the flooring. I'm totally open to that. Like it's it's interesting. I think a lot of non-specifics can feel very disempowered by like, oh, I really I'm never gonna have any idea what I want. And the specifics can just declare it and get it. And we all can. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. That's so, so true. It's just you guys are here for strategy. And yeah. I think the specifics show up differently too, because I will, yeah, I'm just, I don't, I'm not really here for specifics on other things. But when it comes to like our new home, I am clear on a lot of things. I want to hear them. What are they? Hmm. Well, I know not the countertops that we currently have. Mm-hmm. Um, a bigger driveway, preferably long. It, it, for me, it's all, a lot of it is contrast. It's seeing like what I don't like and being like, not this. A uh, lot of space between us and neighbors. I want trees. I want like a green oasis in our backyard. I want to feel connected with nature. I want a master bedroom that I know what to do with. Like we keep living in these houses with these oddly shaped master bedrooms. And we're like, I don't, I don't get it. And we're like completely stumped on how do you make this? Like, how do you pull it together? We have yet to succeed on that. Um, So I want one that makes sense. Mm. Bigger shower. We'll take our shower that we created in Maine and bring that with us everywhere. Just put it on a truck and bring it with us all day, every day. We did a really good job with that one. It even had a shelf for a smoothie. It was perfect. Yeah. I love it. So so because you're non-specific, when you manifest, what does that look like? Like you can't, right? It's just putting it out there into the, the universe. Yeah. I knew that when we first started So we bought this house in January of 2018 and we started the camper adventure in September of 2016. I feel like I try, I did like a visualization. I I started doing some like serious work on it, like spring of 2017. And all I really got out of that was what I knew for sure was it was going to be a yellow house. And when we bought this house, it was like, yellow like questionably yellow like maybe it was Dijon colored or like sand colored or you know it falls in the yellow family and then we repainted it last summer I think it was last summer and now it's decisively yellow which we love like wow what an upgrade to this house every time I come home it brings me so much joy I call it the joyfully yellow house yeah so I did know we were gonna have a yellow house and there were pineapples on the in the glass on our front door. So once I saw that, I was like, also, ours. I know this is ours. Mm. So the, one of the things for me, my experience as a nonspecific is I'm always surprised. Always surprised. And I want it that way. I love being delightfully surprised. Like, oh, right. it's, here it is. And it's not like I'm shopping for something specific. That's the, that's the difference. Like I know, I know what I want, but I don't know. I don't know what the exterior looks like. I don't know what the package looks like. I just know a bunch of the flavors Mm. that are involved. See, I can't imagine it being that way, I guess. Like I can't imagine not being specific. That's such a different way of looking at it. Yeah. Isn't this mm-hmm. awesome? I know. It is. 
Yeah. What part of that in particular feels really weird for you? I love being specific. I love the details. I would sit down and like, so actually how I would do it. And I don't know if you, if I've talked to you about it, but I read this book called Moonology and it was basically setting intentions with the new moon. And there's a whole ritual of how you do it. And I would do that. Like I did that for months and months. So that like dream house was in there. All the details were in there. Um, so I would start with so much gratitude. You are always on that list. FYI. Thanks. And then and, I would, and you're on my gratitude every morning. Oh, so then I would move into like, what do you really, really want? Um, and then you reframe it. Um, as is, as it's happening, it's happened. Like I am living in my dream house. So I'm curious if that would work for you then. Well, that gets to some interesting things. Okay. So first of all, the doing things on the new moon, I have so much resistance to that. Every time like a full moon comes up and it's like, this reflects the intentions you set on the new moon. And I'm like, shit, missed it again. (laughs) Like I can't, I can't. Um, and I don't know if that will change someday, but that is a consistent thing for me. Like I cannot match things up with the moon. I do them when I feel like it, which is more aligned with my design. Um, I have been playing with scripting lately, which is basically what you're talking about, which is like, I have the dream house. I have like, it's this get your vibe up. Like for me, it's not super specific, but it's like, Oh my God, I just had the best workout and I was going so fast and I felt so strong. And then I get to work with my amazing clients and, you know, it'll be more of a future thing. And so my first experience with scripting was writing a race plan. This was back in 2012, I think my first worlds and it all happened. And I was disappointed because I felt like it was a rerun when I lived it. But what I realized, this is just like a year ago is, oh, I didn't dream big enough. So if I had dreamed huge, then, and then it came true, then I would have been so excited. But I was just like, check, done. There was literally one tiny part of the race that was different. And that was just that a guy cut me off on the run. (laughs) I remember him. I remember his kit. I remember his hairy arms. Like, I, yes, it's super clear. <laughs> um, so this year I've been playing with the scripting thing and it works. Mm-hmm. I looked back to one of my, one of the things I wrote in, I think early June before I did my first race of the season. And I wrote, I beat all the boys. And Danielle, in that <laughs> first race of the season, I beat all the boys except one. And then for the whole series, I beat all the boys. Mm. And so, and I saw that like literally last week, I saw that script and was like, oh, oh, wow, this works. Okay. Back on the scripting train. It really does. It really does. And that's the cool part about kind of letting it be like putting the intentions out there, scripting, using the moon, and then to look back and be like, oh my God. God, like it, it really does work. 
there it's so powerful. So right now is the full moon. Mm-hmm. Like I think it happened this morning, like two or something, full moon in Pisces, right? And yeah. so with this, it's like the full moon is um for releasing and forgiving. And I had to forgive. And I remember I was doing these these rituals every month and there was a big one that was like, we're not happening. I don't, I can't recall what it was. And then I was like, oh, it's because I need to do really big forgive and release. And I was like, all right, I'm doing it. I did it. Full moon, releasing, forgiving, loving, all the things. Whatever this thing was came, came to me probably like within a couple of weeks. It's like, oh, yeah. So that's the other part of it. There's a whole other part of it when it comes to manifestation. I love this. Why have we never talked about this before? I don't know. I can't believe I didn't tell you any of this. I'm learning so much from you right now. And you're making the moon stuff make sense to me. Mm. It's like you're the first person to get through to me on this. Oh, wow. The, I mean, the full moon being for releasing and forgiving. Yes. That's what and, it. and full moons are always like very intense for me. Um, old story, deleting that. They have been in the past sometimes. And I slept like a champ last night and I'm totally celebrating that because I- usually like before a full moon or at a full moon, it's like... Hi, the sun's out in the middle and I I'm just gonna be awake all night. Um and full moons had been like super intense, like some really intense things had happened, particularly in 2021, like right around full moons for me. So I came to like feel shy about them, like a little nervous. Okay. And then I had forgiven that and I've embraced the full moon, but just the fact oh, that they're for releasing and forgiving. Yeah exactly they're very magical because mm-hmm. that's that's the big work of the whole process so it's almost like the releasing and forgiving is because the things we want always want to come to us so we need to release and forgive to get out of the way exactly it's a surrender mm-hmm it's a return to love and a surrender. Do you remember how you did the release and forgive? How did I do it? Um, or do you just have a way that you tend to do it? Yeah. So, so funny. Cause I do all of this in my iPhone notes. Like I have a whole thing and like it goes on and on and on. Um, so the forgiveness was just typing out. Like I forgive X. I love X, like it, you know, whatever that kind of was how I set it up Um, and really felt it too. Like in my body, it was felt so much love for this person and so much compassion for this person. Um, Because that's another key to it, to truly feel it. Um, And that's why when you start the, the, new mood intention is to flood yourself with so much gratitude. That's how you begin. Because from there you're, you're raising your whole vibration. That's when the magic can come in. Mm -hmm. 
like when you talk about abundance land, same thing. It's that's where magic can happen. Mm-hmm. So if we are not forgiving someone and holding on to something that's, you know, whether it's very apparent, it's in the front of your mind, or if it's way in the back, like in the filing cabinet of this one thing that someone did, like that can be released and be magic too. And the way you're describing it, like it's in your iPhone notes, Mm -hmm. you're writing it and you're feeling it. And holy moly, that is so easy. That's when I release something, I typically like just say it out loud with my feet in the grass, that type of thing. Um, but I hear so much about rituals of forgiveness, like write it down on strips of burn paper, it. burn it. And it's all just like, oh, okay, I want to forgive this person, but now I got to go do this whole thing and I don't have time for that or I just don't want to do that. But simply writing it and feeling it. Right. It's Thank kind you. of. Yeah. And it, it doesn't have to be perfect. And in fact, when you do a new moon or full moon ritual, like you have a few days before and after. So it's not like you have to be up at 2.32 AM, like for it to, it's still somehow, I don't really know how that works energetically, but it's still just as much powerful if you do it the day after or five hours later. Thank you. Which, which gives us so much space. It does. Yeah. It is because stuff is going to come up like, yeah, we all feel the effects of the full moon for a few days before and after. So that all makes sense. And not having to nail it. Like, oh, my God, I missed the full moon. So or the new moon. So now I can't do it. Just this gets to be easy. It all gets to be easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what else have you manifested in your dream life? What have I? This is such a good question. Um, when I first stepped into this was probably in 2007 and we had just moved to Hawaii and my husband was lower ranking in the army. Um, and we had gotten to like the hotel and you have to stay there until a house is available on base. And there were these brand new houses being, they were just built. They were just like ready for moving or they were beginning to have people move into them. And there was a story of like, well, we won't get those. Like that's for higher ranking. And that's what actually we were told. Like, and the thing is too, like these houses had um, central AC huge for me and the quote, lower ranking, they lived in kind of the shittier homes that did not have AC or if they did, they were in the window. And, um, I remember using at the time was like law of attraction um, was very popular. It just kind of had hit with the secret. And I was like, I'm going to try this. And I did it. And I got a call from the housing department and they were like, you're going to be really excited. And I was like, why? What? What? And they're like, you got a brand new house. And I'm like, with central AC. They're like, yes. I'm like, Oh, what? Like it worked. It worked. What did you do? Do you remember what you did? Yeah. So I think at that time it was like the secret, right? So it's like, we, I can't remember the three steps, but it's basically like envision what you want 
and then act as it has happened. So I would go on the website and it was like this very little picture of the brand new houses and I would stare at it. (laughs) And I would be like, imagining us like walking in these doors, living in this home. Like, what was I going to do with flowers outside? Like, I remember being in it and that, and then it like came true. And I'm like, Oh, this shit works. This is real. So that's a huge one. That's what set the path of manifesting. And when he told me I was specific, I'm like, yeah, I am like, that's so true. Cause that's where that's where this magic has come from. What else? What else? I love, I've heard some of these stories. This is so fun. Um, oh gosh. I mean, I did the same thing with our Kentucky house. Saw the house. I don't remember what it was that we like, maybe weren't going to get it, but I would like envision ourselves like in the house, like how we were going to, you know, this is how we're going to decorate the rooms. Cause I could look through like realtor.com did the same thing then got the house no problem this house that we're in now i so when we bought this house a year ago of course we all know like the housing market was like booming mm-hmm. and there were other offers on the table with ours like and we were in germany like we hadn't seen it like all these things and then oh i just kept being like it's our house doesn't matter if there's other things you know offers on the table like it's ours so to move out of fear um and then we got it so very rarely does something like when I truly put my mind to something does it not happen And if I look back, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, that didn't happen because it wasn't meant to, because I see now wasn't for my highest good. But I have, I have got myself into some really awesome situations by setting intentions. I love it. And you kind of did that with me, with us. I did. So when I met you, I had said, I was a VA or whatever. And you had said something like that you had one or something. And I'm like, oh, I want to be Kelsey's VA. And then, I mean, it happened. It happened. Yeah. How much do you have any concept of time? I don't how much longer it was before I hired you. I want to say it was like six months. It's actually... Yeah, it wasn't as soon as I would have loved. And I don't even remember what the first thing I did for you was. Oh, I I, have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. I do remember, though, like knowing that it was six months and knowing the story now, I'm like, I remember when I got the first nudge Mm. and being like, no, no, that doesn't make sense. Kelsey, Kelsey, Mm -hmm. trust your intuition always always trust your intuition not that I regret like I'm sure some wonderful things I'm sure I learned some things in that like six month gap before you were totally on my team Mm -hmm. and I just love the road that how of how I found you 
I, cause we were living in Oklahoma and it was on base and there was one of my neighbors that I had. It's actually really funny because I saw her one day and I'm like, I want to be her friend. Like she just, she has that energy to her. Like I would just love to be her friend. And then her neighbor, this is so many, there's so many layers to this. So there was three of them who kind of like lived in a row and Derek's worked with, her name's Carla and he worked, or Derek works with Carla's husband. And like, we met at an event, like FRG event, which is the family readiness group. And then she introduced me to Jessica. And then Jessica introduced me to Brittany. Brittany, I don't even know how she met Amanda. And then Amanda like brought me to you. Like, it was just like this like divine order of meeting all of these women to get to you. I love, it's just like a reminder, trust, trust the process. Yes. Because you're getting where you're supposed to be and you didn't have any idea where you were supposed to be. And I knew I was like, I want a girl gang. Amanda, I wanted Amanda in it. And I think then Amanda and I thought of the other people to add. Yes. Um, And she was like, what about my VA? Daniel needs to be in it. I was like, sure, let's do this. Yeah. I remember her being like, you're coming in. You're coming in with me. Mm -hmm. And I remember when she had hired you Mm -hmm. as a coach. I remember it because I remember her being like, you need to go look at her website. And of course me websites. I'm like, whoo, let me go see it. Um, yeah, it's just, it's amazing. The road to get the, to get to this was just perfect. And then I don't even remember what you were doing for me at the beginning. I remember it felt good. Everything you did for me felt like a hug because mm-hmm. you've got gate 27. And so I just feel you're nourishing I meant to say nurturing, but I always get those words confused. I think they're the same, nurturing and nourishing. I feel your nurturing energy always. Mm-hmm. But then it's it keeps getting better and better. It's better. I didn't know how great it could be, Danielle. Oh, I know. And it does. It keeps getting better and better. And there was things that I needed to let go of to make it better and better. Mm-hmm. And me too. We both, we weren't the people we needed to be yet. No. And so as we keep evolving, mm-hmm. I think it just keeps getting better and better. Absolutely does. I <laughs> absolutely. And I feel like I remember saying this recently, like you, you've stepped into more of your, you're owning your gift of strategy. You're owning your gift of divine timing and being like, not yet, Kelsey. Okay. <laughs> Just tell me when to do it. That's what, that's so much of my life. Is. <laughs> and it's actually part of my prayer in the morning. Show me what to do. Show me where to go. Show me what to do. Show me how to do it. Show me when to do it. Mm-hmm. And then just like, show me, I'll do it. It's like, you know, cause I feel it from like a triathlon training perspective as well. Tell me what to do and I'll do it. Tell me when to do it. That's why I hire a coach because I'll do it all day, every day. And that's not the best way to train. Right. Right. I, that's part of, part of the more magic of you and I working together. 
because I can bring these, these little nuggets along mm-hmm. with me that are super helpful. And then you've got gate 37 to connect to my gate 40. Don't worry. I don't expect you to know what these are. Okay. Um, so so you have the gift of welcoming and distributing things to the tribe where I've, I've got this gift of like, I make things for the tribe. And then I'm like, why doesn't anyone want my stuff? Mm. And you're the like person passing out hors d'oeuvres like here, try this here, try this. Yes. That is a perfect example. Well, sample. Yeah. Other <laughs> analogy, whatever. Otherwise yeah. I'm left like throwing a temper tantrum being like, why does it? I have good things. Why doesn't anyone want them? Yes. Another piece of the magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It keeps getting better and better. It does. It really, truly does. It does. What's the best part of it for you? The best part of it for me. Well, first of all, that I get to work with such an amazing human being. Like I, the job that I have is a dream. It's like, I get to work with an amazing human being and create and have strategy and like use all of my gifts as a, as a, as a, I don't want to say job, but career, whatever that word would be for this, I get get to make money and do everything I love with someone that I love. That's what we're here for, isn't it? Yes. And then I get to do what I love with someone I love and Mm. all the stuff that totally baffles me or is so not my zone of genius or makes me tired or feels heavy and hard for me. You're like, I can do that. And I always check and make sure it lights you up. And I just watch you sometimes. And I'm like, because it's so funny. I think this is a human trait when something is like so heavy or confusing or just like what to us. We're like, really? Can you, you're, you want to do that? Right. You're okay with that? And you're like, yes, please. Yes. I've said this to you before. It's like, I can... I can do all the things behind the scenes so that you can go out in the world and do everything that lights you up. Like I get to, I get to take care of it. And that is, those are my gifts and what makes me so happy. It's so win-win. It is so win-win to know, like, so I'll go ride my bike. And while I'm riding my bike, you're doing all these things. You're so lit up. I come back from a bike ride and you're like, this I'm like, yes, this is the magic. This is the support. Mm-hmm. And this is you also stepping in when it's like, you can see me being not in my zone of genius. Like, I'll do that. You're, you're, you're making this harder than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Cause it makes me like light up and feel excited to take care of it. First of all, for you, like that's my nurturing, nourishing yeah right? Like I yeah. like, let me, let me do this for you. And it's something I really love anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's perfect. It's so perfect. And I feel more supported than I knew was possible. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I knew it could be this fun because we'd had fun together already. I didn't know 
I could be this like the image I have is like oh oh the image I have is of this thing that you made for me yes oh, but it's a what is it an embroidery it's embroidery of like the the Saturn the moon the stars and then your hand is like holding all of them yeah so I feel like your hand is holding all of me and lifting me up that's mm. funny because you gave me that like two three years ago that that was in 2020 when like I took up embroidery are you over that I actually really love it um I just haven't revisited it yeah I still <laughs> love it maybe this needed to come up right now for a reason yeah Mm-hmm. And then another one of the gifts that we use a lot is together we have the shit makes sense channel. Oh God. Yes. When we aren't together, oh, you're looking for epiphanies and I'm left in confusion. And then we get together, we're like, let's hop on Zoom or let's box it out and boom. Oh, here we go. Zing. Yeah. Yeah. And then everything makes sense. Mm-hmm. Another piece of magic. And this week, we all have gate 47. It's not like I'm not going to need you, but I might know things without you. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting to find out. Like last week, you had the full channel because we all had gate 64. Okay. I'm curious. I want to know. Yeah. Do you remember last week? Just things making sense all by yourself? No, not at all. I don't know if I remember last week. I know. That was a long time ago. It was. <laughs> um, Where else do we want to take this conversation? I am just loving the delightful surprises that you're sharing with me. I've gotten so much gold out of this conversation already. Yeah, I'm kind of like an onion. Um, There's like so many layers. <laughs> like, I have this way of like, dropping big things like what I didn't know that like I thought you knew and lots of layers yeah Mm -hmm. so so what do we need to pull out of you Hmm. I'm is there any other magical manifestation story that wants to come out you know I'm like there are no specific ones. It's just really like such an easy process to manifest for me. Mm -hmm. And then there's some that like don't happen. Really? Yeah. Like there's very, there's just a couple that just don't come through. I know I said before, like, well, I can see sometimes why they didn't. And then there's some that I'm like, why isn't this one working? Do you have some resistance on it? Like you doubt that it'll come through? Probably. If I really like would sit with like that kind of a question, I'm sure I'm like, for sure. There's way more deep down. Um, Someday in divine time, it'll, it'll come through. It'll be released. Just hasn't happened yet um so 
those are the ones that just it's not not time yet mm -hmm. but other than that you can you can manifest things like your dream home I feel like it can be easy for everyone. <laughs> it can. If we don't tangle ourselves up in these beliefs of like, I can't do it because I'm non-specific or I can't do it. Like it doesn't work for me or right. any of that. I think it's available to all of us. We have to, we find our own way of doing it. Absolutely. It is possible. And letting go of stories and um, that it's not for you or it doesn't work for you. Cause that's the one that comes like you'll hear, hear people say that doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to have that story. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. What was, what was your story? I remember hearing Jen Gottlieb. She's been on the podcast. She's like, 2020 maybe early 2020 mm -hmm. um she told this story of how she had manifested being shoot it was it was a role in a musical i think and just listening i mean like this is amazing and i feel like it doesn't work for me mm -hmm. doesn't work for me i don't it's almost like I don't get what I want. And yet that is such bullshit. I do. So I do. Do you remember the moment where I was like, oh, it does work for me? I or think I don't think it was one moment. I think it's been gradual and I keep getting the nudges. I keep getting. OK, so when I first learned feng shui, one of the things I did was write a list of intentions for each of the guas the guas like we have nine guas in the house like that's the different areas of your house and my office is the helpful people and travel area and zumi kindly pulled out the couch cushion <laughs> the other day and it like this note fell out and i hadn't looked at it for at least two years it feels like longer than that and i read it and it was like i have my business is so supportive. I have the most helpful people in my business. Eat all of it. And it was like, I have the most amazing clients. I have so much fun with them. Danielle, it's all true. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't even know, like, why am I holding on to the story that doesn't work for me? I'm totally going to revisit writing these intentions for every area of my house. Um, and that's probably something we're going to do in the money class as well, because what it's part of my design too involves like set the intention and then get out of there. And it's the, I didn't know that part until I really dug into human design. Right. And it's that like constantly checking on it. That feels icky to me. That makes me feel like it doesn't work for me. And it's, I think I'm designed to not know it worked until I like happen across it. And I'm like, oh my God, it all happened. It all works. But that's, that's your part of it. Your part of the magic is like, set it and forget it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then get out of there. It feels very much like a, like, you know, leave flowers on someone's doorstep and then run away. 
that's my design. I'm not there to be like, hey, did you get your flowers? Mm. Did, you, did you see them? What'd you do with them? Mm-mm. None of that is for me. The What brings me joy is giving the gift. Right. Right. Whereas for me, it was like when I was doing the new moon rituals, it was revisiting every month, the new mm-hmm. moon, like the ones I had, right? Like keeping, keeping track on them and spinning them again in a different way. Um, so that's really interesting. And that's what you're designed for. You're an active manifester. I'm a passive manifester. Yes. Which means put it out there and then get out of the way. Get on with my life. Go ride my bike. Right. Right. So for those who feel like manifestation doesn't work for them, it's almost, it's coming at it, knowing your design changes everything. Yeah. And I, like, I'm, like I said, I'm rethinking this whole specific versus non-specific thing, except that I do see in, when it comes to not like topics other than manifesting. Yeah. I don't have any specifics. Like ask me how much I'm pricing a program at. I'm like, I got nothing. Like, mm-hmm. and really, truly nothing. It's not like I used to have coaches who would be like, oh, come on. What's the number you're thinking of? And I was like, no, literally nothing. I've got nothing. <laughs> um, so I think that's how the non-specificness shows up. But when it comes to manifesting, like what I'm getting out of this conversation actually is that maybe the active versus passive is more important than the whole specific versus non-specific business. Oh, that is so good. I remember when I had Cassandra Bodzak on the show, she talked about one of the things she liked to do is get in the car and pretend she's going and she's an actress and she'd pretend she's going to her dream role. And just like every time she got in the car, she would do that. And that feels so exhausting to me because that's that active manifesting where I'd be more like, I have this dream role and now I go do something else. Mm hmm. But the like having to think of it every day, it doesn't come naturally to me. It's not like, because I think when you're active, correct me if I'm mistaken, because you are active. It just like, it's fun. It lights you up to like, yes. oh, the house, blah, blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. Yes. Is it the new moon yet? Is this, is it time? Like it's, it's so fun. So fun. So thank you, Zoomy though, for pulling out the cushion so that you can see. <laughs> Oh, he's such a divine little being. Did I ever tell you the story about how when we walked in, uh, we walked on the trails and there's this little butterfly garden. And so this was when he was really little. He and I mean, size wise, because he's only seven months old now. So like he was smaller. Yes. Um, He like jumped up and nose bumped. There's this sign with all the I don't know if it's the different butterflies that are attracted to the garden or if it's like random images of butterflies but they're all different and he nose bumped one very specific one and we're like oh thank you what was that about like he went out of his way and just like bumped that one and then when we'd pass the sign again we're like okay which butterfly he's like what are you talking about like i'm i'm walking right now or yeah so what was the butterfly do you know Oh, I believe it's something Makai wanted us to know. Makai sends us butterflies on the regular. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, ooh, 
connect some dots here. Yeah. It's usually a message from Makai. Yes. A divine messenger who says that he sometimes forgets to share the message. Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. Mm. He's got a lot in his little puppy brain. And just watching him be in the world, it's amazing that he gets anything to us because he's just got so much energy bursting out of him all over. He's an MG. Oh, he's an MG, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. This is now a house of three MGs. There's it's we have had one manifester over. I'm trying to remember if we have anyone else in our house since Zumi's coming come over, but it I wonder if it just feels like a lot. <laughs> I wonder too. The manifestor probably is like piece of cake. Right. But I wonder if anyone else comes over there just gonna be like, whoa. Like when my parents come to visit my dad's projector, he is gonna be like, Oh, <laughs> I think I need to go outside. I think I need to go for a drive. I yeah. think we need to leave. <laughs> yeah. How about what's your what's your pack made up of? You're a generator. You're a four six generator. So Derek is a generator. A Arabella and two four. Arabella is a four six mg. Adeline is a manifester. What is? I don't remember her number now. Do you remember? I don't remember. Um, and then I think Carter's a generator. I think he is too. Well, or maybe. Oh, I don't have Adeline's chart. I'm looking up Carter's. So Carter is a generator. He is a three five. Mm. And then Adeline. That's right. I have these all organized in a Google Drive. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody has their own Google Sheet. I'm sorry, Google Doc <laughs> with all of the information about them. Um, Adeline's a 6-2 manifester. Oh. Mm-hmm. That makes so much sense. That makes so much sense. Yeah, she is a powerful one. Can I tell everybody about what happened to Adeline this week? Yes. Okay. So if it's okay with Adeline. Oh yeah, for sure. Like she, she's very proud of this. So she came home on Wednesday and said that a little boy at school had called her ugly and we talked about it. And first of all, that what anybody thinks of any one of us is none of our business. Like that's between them and them. It doesn't matter to us. And then I went into your analogy of abundance land versus lack land. He said, bullies, unfortunately, are hanging out in Lackland where it's like muddy and dark. Like the sun isn't out. If it is, it's so gloomy. It's like sticky and it's just like hard to walk. And we are over in abundance land. And to me, when I think of abundance land, it's candy land. There's like rainbow slides and candy and glitter and sparkle and it's pink and happy rainbows everywhere and I was like you get to stay there so when a bully says something to you 
you just stay there because that's where you belong with like the butterflies and all the happiness. So she was like, cool, got it. She goes to school on Friday. She comes home and she's okay. He was mean to me again, but I stayed in abundance land. And I'm like, yes, yes. Like if she can go throughout life with that kind of mindset, that's huge. How much does nine-year-old you wish you had had that advice? That guy. Right? Seriously. Oh my God. I know like 11, 12-year-old me really could have used that. Absolutely. Or Mm -hmm. even, yeah, like just the truth of like what people think of us is not our business. Yeah. Like that, how much like childhood hardships, but like meet people being mean or saying things about you or friends that like, you know, that how they do like stab you in the back middle school. It's so mm-hmm. rough right? in high school. Um, and to know that information of like, I get to stay up here and I don't, I don't even have to think about what other people think about me because I love me so, 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 so much. And I know my power and my worth. I, get, I stay here in abundance land. I love watching you, mom. You are just such an incredible, inspiring mother. And you're so good at this. Thank you. Your kids it's, are so lucky. It's um, my children in so many ways have like healed like all these little parts of me. Mm-hmm. It's like when I get to tell Adeline what I did this week like that heals a little Danielle yeah that's what I was wondering that's incredible absolutely um when Arabella oh I know Oklahoma so she was so little maybe like six or seven and a little kid at the pool called her fat oh like I had so much fierceness for that situation but like the damage control was beautiful Hmm. Because I said everything and it was everything that I needed when I was little and called fat. Yeah. And it healed a little part of me to go through that with her. And does the brilliance just flow through you? Where does it come from? So much inner work. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I could be the mom I am today if I hadn't done so much self work hiring the coaches, the spiritual director, the courses, the programs, surrounding myself with amazing women. All of that is how I can be such, such that I am to them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You're just like, I, I just love your ownership of I'm here to be the best mom I can be. I'm here to be the sparkliest human I can be. I'm here to live in the penthouse. I'm here to be the best me. I'm I can be and you are amazing it's working you're doing it Mm, thank you thank you so much you are an amazing incredible wonderful loving brilliant creative I need words in a different language you're one of my favorite humans on the planet I love you so much thank you thank you for doing this with me Oh, thank you. Thank you for everything. 
is there anything else you want to share before we end? <sighs> well, you were okay. So, do you still do the if, if there's a billboard? Yes. What do we want to say? Because I've thought about this. Oh, then yes, yes. What does your billboard say? And what so, does it look like? Because I know it's beautifully designed. Yeah. So on our last one, our last episode two years ago, you asked me this question. And I remember very specifically what it was. And I want to say it again. What was it? I have no recollection. It is you are loved. Hmm. And as far as design, it's it's so funny because you asked me that then too. Um, it's white with black lettering that's it because it needs to be so clear and easy for someone to see this is just like the ultimate truth is that the episode we recorded where Mumford knocked over the Christmas tree no but that was a really good one too that was a really good one (laughs) I'm like mid-sentence like yeah that was my Christmas tree it just fell over (laughs) because I live with a bear (laughs) I love it I love you I love him I love your whole family. I didn't know you that well yet. So I'm like trying to get through it. I know you were so funny about it. And I was like, this is like the best thing ever. Best story ever. Yes. We love love you too. And I love that that moment was captured on a podcast and will live forever and ever. For sure. And I mean, and I was wearing a Santa Claus sweater that was like, he was riding a unicorn. So I know I remember that too. (laughs) This is one of my favorites. It's just perfect. It is. You are perfect. I love you, Danielle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you love that conversation. And if you did, please share it with your people, share it on social media, share it wherever it feels good to share. And if you're inspired to do so, please head over to Apple podcasts and or Spotify and give the find your awesome podcast, a five-star rating and a glowing review. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are a miracle. You are absolutely positively amazing. You are a unique creature that we need on this planet. Thank you so much for being you. I love you so much. Go forth and be awesome.